back, guys, to the happiest hour of your day. You're listening to The Daily Dose of Life with Kim and Daisy. Welcome back, Daily Dose of Life. Guess what? (laughs) We're finally together and Daisy's makeshift studio. (laughs) It's been over a year since we've actually been together. So I think we spent the last like an hour or so trying to figure out what to do, how to do this. Because, you know, we've been recording over Zoom for the longest. And so this was really different. Um, And Daisy changed her setup of her room. So I was a little confused by that, too. But yeah, I'm glad to be here and I'm glad to finally be in person. And in celebration of that, we have a special guest today. His name is, drumroll please, (laughs) Bailey, a.k.a. Klepto. So welcome, Bailey. Thank you for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Thank you for Um, joining us. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, I love what you guys do. So I, of course, love to come on and talk and, you know, give some insight and stuff like that. But anyways, like you said, I'm Klepto. I just put out a song on Friday, um, so go check that out if you guys can. But anyways, I, I'm here really to talk today about building a brand and building yourself up in, in any sort of creative avenue, you know, and not just specifically music, because even though that's what I do, it still kind of applies across the board to no matter, you know, what field you want to get into. So let's talk about that. Let's dive into that. Tell this us what Klepto is. We want to know. <laughs> well, I'm 22. I'm from Whittier. Um, I've been making music for like, 10 years, probably, if not more. Um, I, I didn't really get serious about it until maybe like five or so years ago when I really started taking it serious. And uh, I kind of just learned that it's a, you learn something new every day when you're in it. Like not only just on the music side, but like putting yourself out there and on the branding and on the, you know, creative side of things, just so much more. And this really goes for, for any sort of project that you're going to get into, you know, whether it be making a podcast or or starting a clothing brand or whatever, there's so much more that it actually is than what you see on the surface, Mm -hmm. you know, because going into it when I was like 12, I was like, Oh, I'm just going to make music and that's going to be it. But there's like, you gotta, you gotta make a, you gotta make a name. First of all, you gotta make a brand. You gotta do all this other stuff behind it. That is all just that one thing, you know? So doing it for 10 years, learning a lot and having a lot of insight to give people. And I, I think I'm someone that people always go to for advice when it comes to these types of situations, you know, but yeah. So what inspired you to do music? Like what, who was it? What was it that when you said like, this is what I want to do? At 12 too. I think that's such a young age. Like how did you? It, it is. You know, 100% at 12 it is. I was watching Spongebob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not thinking about my future whatsoever. So how did yeah. this come about? Um, well, I kind of just like, I don't know really what it was, but something just clicked. Like, you know how there's that point in your life when you just kind of all of a sudden really get into music. Like, like you kind of like you're around music when you're young, but like at a certain age, you're like, Oh, like you start having favorite artists and favorite songs and things like this that really continue. Especially like, I didn't really grow up with like a phone in my hand, like kids nowadays are where they're just constantly getting access. So like, it was different back then, you know, I had an iPod, like, come on, you know? (laughs) Um, but anyway, so so I started to hear like music that I never heard before, which was like like Daft Punk actually was like the first like electronic music that I heard. And right. even though they just retired today. Yeah, or I guess RIP. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I first heard them. and I started kind of like exploring into that genre. And I, I realized that it was like one thing that really struck me was like the ability to to really affect people with your art, which was like mind blowing to me. Just like I remember there was a documentary on Netflix at the time. 
and it was like EDC 2012 or something like that. And I was blown away because like all these people were just like having the time of their life to some song that this guy made in his bedroom. Like, come on, it's cool. Come <laughs> on. Tim is actually the EDC fan, EDM fan. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Like so, I don't mean not a lot of people know about, but yeah, definitely like when yeah. you say how music can impact people. I feel that at raves. I'm like, oh my gosh, like, this song, like you can't really explain exactly. it you're in the moment. So I exactly, and music, has, music has such like a powerful force. Like it can really change your whole. It day, can either you make know? you happy or sad too. <laughs> when you're exactly. depressed, that's, you just listen to sad music. <laughs> yeah, to make you even more sad. Yes, that's why you only listen to Drake in the rain, so that way you can cry while driving. Come on, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that like really pushed me to get into that, and I was like, oh, this is you know this is really cool. Um, I would like to learn how to do this, and at the time, like. My dad had some like stuff that he never used, just sat in the, the, his closet and collected dust. It was like this really expensive keyboard. And I found out that, that Timbaland, the producer um, that made like, you know, all that like, great music, used that keyboard. And I was like, oh shit, dude, I'm going to be Timbaland. Like that's, that's what it is right now. And so, so I got into it that way. And I kind of realized at, at a young age that like, all right, like if this is what I'm going to do, like I'm going to need to focus. Like this is going to be me and I'm going to do this. And I'm going to get really good at it. And like I said, like you said, like that was 12. I was, I was young as shit. And I was looking up, like, I remember Googling in seventh grade, like, am I ready to be famous? And it was like, it was so dumb because like, obviously like I'm in seventh grade and I suck at making music. Like, but it was just like that, that I really early on had that, that want to learn, you know? So I was reading like people's insights and like, like people that were saying things like, you know, are you ready for that type of pressure? And like, is this really what you want to do? And I didn't really understand the second one about like, is this really what you want to do until I started to, to do it for longer and get more involved in different types of things. Because now like, you know, today, like I, I edit podcasts, you got, you guys aren't my only podcast that I edit. Um, I, I do stuff for a lot of people across the board. I do engineering. I, I'm trying to get into movies and, you know, all these types of things. And those are things that you don't see at the surface, which we were just talking about. You know, you don't see that at the surface. You just see, music maker and then you get into it you're like oh shit there's all this other ways i can make money and things that i love you know not just the one thing that i do and so yeah it just developed from there and it was just something that i always i was trying to get my friends really into and you know that's how i met greg was he picked me up from high school one day and bought me mcdonald's and we were friends you guys, are, you guys are officially creative directors yeah exactly no that's all him. Get this joke, but it's the it's that it's a comedian you know um yeah, dude can't say anything gay. I know you didn't know about him till like a week ago. Oh, oh no, Greg and I are gonna go see him on Thursday. Actually, he's a comedian. I know he calls himself a creative director, but his skits like, are hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so no, yeah, he's part of the creative director list. I guess you could say that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, so that's kind of how I got started and how I ended up where I am today. And you know. It's, it's still very new because like I, I just graduated in December and, and it's it's a very new time and it's like it's growing you know it's so before we get into the nitty-gritty of how to establish your creative brand I want to know how did the name klepto come to be you have to tell us well um I was a sophomore in high school my friend and I got into stealing okay and and we were young we were young as you do when you're young and stupid uh, we would just steal stupid shit, like for no for no reason, like candy, you know, from the store, that that type of stuff, right? And um, there was this this dude that I really disliked, and he he was just like the type of person that always talks shit about you for like no reason, you know, especially in high school when like dumb shit like that happens. Um, 
and I saw him bringing his bike to school one day. And I thought it would be so funny if I stole his handlebars so that way I could see him like walking his bike home, like sad as fuck, you know? Cause he always talks shit to me. I was like, dude, I don't like this kid. So I stole his handlebars and I, I didn't like take them. Like I hid them at the school. I did it in such a clean way and I wouldn't have gotten caught except I fucked up on like one little part. But anyways, it like blew up in my face. I got on like probation. It was awful. And I'm like, dude, like I'm a good kid. Like I get A's and B's, you know, like I'm not a bad kid. It's just, I was doing stupid stuff, but it scared the shit out of me because I was like, oh man, like, this could like really change what I, you know, my, my path, because like, like I said, I was like a sophomore and they were like, Oh yeah, we're going to expel you. And I was like, Oh my God, like, is this going to affect me getting into college? Like, is this going to fuck up my life in the future? And at the time, like me and my friend were making stupid little music and we called ourselves the klepto crew. Cause we were always stealing stuff for no damn reason. And, uh, and then like, we kind of stopped and I, I, I kept the name. Cause it like, it's just that moment, like really shifted everything that I do. And I was like, okay, I got to take things a lot more seriously. I got to focus, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's where it came about. And, um, I'm not like super proud of it, but I think at the same time it holds like really good value to like me, you know? So wait, is that what klepto means? Yeah. Klepto comes from kleptomaniac. And that means like you just steal shit for no reason at all. Like you don't even want it. And that's why I was like, ah, perfect. You know, (laughs) like (laughs) now you can thank that person for making your life miserable because look at you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So that was that. Um, I really hate telling it because it's like people look at me like, why the fuck would you do that? It's like, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) You gotta, you gotta hit rock bottom and to really, really value. Yeah, exactly. It's like, and uh, learn. So exactly. now getting into the nitty gritty, do you want to tell us where you're at today with your music? Yeah. Um, I've definitely grown a lot in the last year. You, you never really stop learning when you're, when you're doing something like this and there's always room to develop and there's always room to grow. I was just talking to some, some engineer um, and he's an audio engineer and he's been doing it since he was like 18 and he's probably like 40 something right now. And so he's, he's very experienced. He's, he's got a lot of platinum records. Like he's really established. And he's like, dude, your, your, your thing that you want to do when you're getting into this is you want to be the smartest dumb guy in the room. So you're just always learning. He said, because, you know, I've been doing this for so long, but there's always something more to learn. There's always something more to level up on, you know? And that's always like, it, it sticks really true because we're in a very changing time with, you know, social media and, and just the way that people consume things that, that now was the time to be learning, you know, now is the time to, even though you feel like, Oh fuck, I'm in my late twenties. Like, do I need to be on TikTok? Like, yes, you need to be on TikTok because that is such a developing place to be that you can blow up so big off that and, and get so much attention off that, you know, even those kind of like, there's a bunch of fucking 16 year olds on here. Like what the hell am I doing on here? It's such a great place to be. So, you know, but <clears throat> that that whole constantly learning thing is is so big because you take that and like it speaks to me because you know a year ago I wasn't really giving too much thought into what I was doing I was just doing it because it felt natural as far as like the music goes but once I slowed down and started thinking about things and you know really being more precise and planning and, and you know my artwork being on point you know my ads being on point those types of things it really started to work out it started to be more cohesive and people started to appreciate it more so that extra step of, of going that extra mile and putting that extra time in will make a huge difference. You know, and I'm sure you guys have noticed that too, especially like, like your branding on, on your page is, is really good. Like it's, it's spot on. And I'm sure people appreciate that because like, if it was just like random pictures that were just uploaded with no sense at all, like it, people aren't going to want to look at that. It's not going to be pleasing to look at, you know, but that extra mile to make that picture, to spend that, 
you know, half an hour editing and all that kind of crap. Like it, it pays off, you know. Shout out to Daisy. That's all Daisy right there. Yeah, shout out to I Daisy. The social media account. Kim makes um we both like take turns making the flyers and the yeah quotes we pose and then like when we have guests we create teasers and and it takes a lot of time so like i know that we can step up our game more and be more obnoxious on there like posting every day every second of the day because i know that's the way people target their audiences but of course we have jobs we have school we have things to do so it kind of gets difficult you know Mm -hmm. yeah it it does and and that's that's really like one thing that i picked up on in the last like year year and a half is you have to think ahead you, you can't just be like, okay, we're going to do this episode. We're going to record it this day. We're going to put it out the next day. Like you have to think ahead and think, okay, I want to make sure this gets the attention that it deserves. Cause you put time into this, you know, you guys have put, you know, however long into this, you put time into it. So you have to think, okay, I have to be able to get people's attention and make sure they understand what's happening on this day. Because at the end of the day, nobody cares. Nobody cares. You have to make them care. You know what I'm saying? You have to show them that what you're doing is legit. So, so thinking ahead and planning out like, okay, we have two weeks. We're going to post this day, this day, this day. I'm gonna, instead of spending a half an hour each day, I'm going to spend two hours right now getting, knocking out all my stuff for the next two weeks. And now it's ready to go. You know, that's really smart. And I like what you said about people don't care. You have to make, we were care. just talking about that today. I told her whenever I post journalism stuff, I feel like I don't get as many likes or views or people don't kind of like they zone yeah. it out. And she says, mm-hmm the same thing right Mm -hmm. yeah so going off that's one tip that you just gave us but what are some other tips that you that helped you establish your creative brand that you have now um the biggest thing that i've i've really learned in like the past year again it's been a year of growth i guess um is just being yourself and being original and true to what you want to do and what you feel you should do you know uh for example i was making a certain type of music two years ago and it was cool and i liked it it was fun but it wasn't getting the response that I wanted to get out of it. I didn't, I didn't know what the problem was. And then last year I put a song out and I, it was something that it was just, it really was truly what I was feeling. And it was, I liked it and it was really like organic and it was a hit and everyone liked it. Everyone, you know, I still get people playing it today. It's, it's, it still rings true. And it, it really, it made people feel the way that I wanted it to make them feel. And then when that was, when that happened, I was like, Oh shit, like, this is what I got to do, you know? And I, I didn't realize that it was just as simple as being myself because I thought I was being myself, you know, but applying that to your art can be kind of difficult at times figuring out, you know, how exactly, especially when it's not something that's so visual, you know, like as a, as a music producer, like I don't really, I, I don't sing on my songs. So I can't just come out and say, oh, I'm sad, you know, like I have to figure out like how I'm going to translate that to what I do. And, and so it gets a little, difficult at times but that's kind of like where I was just going back to saying like the branding and the creative side of everything comes in and you really start trying to translate what you feel into what people see or hear you know consume whatever the the situation is I like what you said about staying true to yourself I think that matters so much because especially in this you know creativity realm that we're in and we're talking about in this industry it's so easy to go look like for us like we could definitely go look at other podcast pages and just copy what they're doing, especially ones that have a big following or have a lot of Mm -hmm. lessons. But then is that really staying true to ourself and our mission from when we started this? And so I think that's something that Daisy and I have like really worked on. And I'm sure you realize, as you said, throughout the year is like, you have to stay true, sorry, true, (laughs) (laughs) true to what you, like what you want your music to represent or what you want, whatever it is that 
that you're doing to represent because yeah, you can go out there and copy someone else, but then it's not you. It's not exactly. It's, it's very easy to, to give a vague remake of something, you know, whether it be a clothing brand or, you know, whatever, and just put it out there and, and, and be like, Oh, this is what I do. But it's, it's very hard to, to do you and stick to that for years until it works, you know, but it, but it pays off because, because at the end of the day, like, you know, I, I always see artists feeling very like trapped. I, I see it a lot in music world. People feel very trapped in what they do because you come in and you're in the music world, for example, you're making one thing and it's, it's, it's that thing, but it's a different, you know, it's a different song every time, but it's still the same at the core of it all. It's still the same idea. And, you know, after a couple of years, you're screwed because, you know, people are going to know you for that and they're not going to appreciate when you jump out of that, you know? But, but that's, it's kind of, it's a hard thing to say because what I might be feeling at one point, like what I might feel six months ago, I might put into art. Um, I might not feel that way today, you know, and it, it might evolve, but, but it's still like, I think it might boil down to, you know, do you accept it as, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you yeah. appreciate it? I think it also still has hints of you because it's true. Like, yeah, what, what you might felt six months ago, you're not going to feel now and you're not going to make a song about it. But whatever song you put out, like that's about to release, it still has hits of klepto. It's exactly. completely brand new. And I think that also goes back to being patient. And if you grow the brand that you started with, the people who listen to you or follow you, are you know, are going to be true ones because they're seeing you grow throughout this. Yeah. It's going to be just <laughs> bandwagons that just hop on <laughs> for the ride yeah. because you're doing great. You know, um, yeah. same thing goes with support. And I think that's another question that we wanted to ask you is oftentimes we're when we're starting this or we're starting something new, friends and family are like, what are you doing? Like, are you sure that's not even yeah. a real quote unquote source of income that's going to take forever for you to be known? So how was that experience for you? And do you have any advice for someone who maybe be maybe starting something new and just doesn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. Um, I've definitely, I've definitely felt that. Um, especially because like, you know, making music is like a, uh, I guess you could consider it a hobby in, in some senses. Um, but on the, on the flip side of it, like my professional, I got a degree in this, like it's, it's something that I actually want to do. And a lot of people don't really understand the music industry in specific because it's a weird place. Like it's not, you know, you get, you graduate, you get a nine to five job type of thing. It's like, I'm going to be making fucking coffee for someone for a year before I, you know, before I actually get my ass in there and do that type of thing, you know? And I'm sure that's something you would experience in journalism. Cause you don't just get off and then go freaking apply to KTLA. Like that's not how it works. You know, you got to work your way up. And so that's something that a lot of people can't see because it's, it's like a relatively new thing, you know, especially our parents, the world is a lot different than technology. There wasn't so many people, you know, I can name 300 people that want to get, that want to get into the field that I want to get into. So it, it kind of, you have to really show people that you're about what you do and that you know what you're about. You know what I'm saying? It's like for you guys doing this, this whole podcast, like you, you, I'm sure that having like a, a setup that was better than last year, you know, last six months ago, like your parents see like, Oh, okay. They're actually putting time. They're putting effort into this because it's, it's, it's hard for people to, to understand it. You know, it, it's hard for people to to stop and look at it and, and see what you see, even though you might have, you know, it might just be a vision. It can be hard for them to grasp that. 
and that kind of like falls hand in hand with the financials of it all. Like you might not be making a lot of money off of it, but it's, if it's something that you keep up on and you keep trying it and you keep getting better, then eventually it'll come. And that's something that, that they might not be able to see at the time, but as long as you keep proving to them, like, you know what you're doing, you're on top of it, you're about it. It'll work. I think a lot of people don't realize that things don't come overnight. Like, I think that we have, like, we think that all these celebrities were just born celebrities sometimes. Um, yeah. like some people are born into like rich yeah. families and like they do become celebrities because of that. But then there's people that have worked so hard and now they have a name for themselves and people want to be like them. And it's like, you don't know what they went through. So you can never exactly and feel like, oh, like I'm not going anywhere in life because I haven't seen results yet, you know? Yeah, it's, it's like what, um, you know, I see all the time. It's, it's kind of cheesy because you see it so much, but like there's that, that thing that Kanye West said where he, he was making like five beats a day for three years straight before he even like got slightly some attention on him. That's a lot. Like that's a lot to do in a day, but that just goes to show. Kind of goes back to the whole like, you know, that, that saying that was like, you're not a professional or something until you spent 10,000 hours on it or something like that. You guys ever hear that before? That's really true. You know, it's, it's, you have to spend that amount of time to, to be where you are. Cause I'm sure, you know, you look at where you are now versus a year ago, you're like, Oh shit, this is, why were we ever doing it this way? You know, why, why weren't, why didn't we ever think of this? But that's just something you learn along the way, you know? And it's kind of like, like I, I like to view it, my, my creativity and, and what I do and, as a, as a tool and like it has to get sharpened and every day you don't spend sharpening it you're doling it you know i just um, i just want to point out that klepto has been giving so many prescriptions throughout yeah. the episode and we haven't even gone to that <laughs> no that's <laughs> i think that's going to be the prescription he says that his creativity is a tool and you're sharpening it right yeah you have to sharpen it yeah you have to spend you know so much time a day like you know putting in footwork to to get better at what you do so. so what is next for klepto i want to know like what are your plans coming up what do you like um yeah yeah so so as far as like like the music side goes i'm, I'm currently working on an ep that i'm gonna put out sometime in the beginning of summer um and for those that don't know i, I get this often when i'm working on an ep like what's an ep it's <laughs> it's like a short album kind of like i think it's gonna be like four or five songs and it's gonna kind of tie in to what i'm gonna do in the winter i want to do a winter ep as well I really realized this last winter that I was really, I'm really affected by the seasons. Like it really changes how I feel. It's, it's crazy. Like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but it really has a heavy effect on me. Um, and so I wanted to kind of like take that and put it into music, you know, with the sound and the, and the branding and the imaging and all that type of stuff. Um, so, so that's on the more musical side. I, I, I'm trying to get into, to working for, I met someone that, that writes uh, movie scores for, movie trailers. So he writes music for movie trailers, like, you know, all the orchestra stuff. And, um, we kind of hit it off. We started chatting and he wanted me to, to send him some stuff and all that. So I wrote like a little symphony piece for him and I sent it to him and he really, really liked it. Um, so he's trying to get me into to doing that, which is a cool little side hustle because it's not the world that you would think it is, but it's a nice, easy way to make money, you know? Um, and then on, on the other side of that is uh, I'm trying to get into post-production for movies as well. I just met this, this great engineer that I was telling you about you guys earlier. Um, and uh, he has a lot of experience in, in the world and, and he definitely saw some potential. And he wants to give me that little boost. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm up to. And that actually talking about that kind of makes me remind something that I wanted to talk about was the power of networking and the power of meeting people is insane. Like you can apply to, to 30 jobs a day on Indeed 
in your degree field or whatever, trust me, I've been there, but until you meet someone, it changes everything, you know, like, like I, I had met that person and, and he was like, okay, I'm going to send you to this person and this person and this person, they run this, they're going to reach out to you. And then like, boom, that, that just, that took away my two weeks of freaking working on, on indeed, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, so that's really important is that power of, of networking and meeting people and getting a face to the name, you know? How have you been so, doing that right now during a pandemic where, what would be your advice? It's, it's really hard. It's really hard, but you don't know who you know until you ask. That's what I like to say. I had a friend that I grew up with for the longest time. I had no idea that her dad was this artist, um, like, like, a, like a drawing artist type of person. Um, and he, he had a comic in the LA Times for, like, for as long as I can remember. And he wrote on Coco, that Disney movie. Um, he has a couple shows, like cartoons. He works on Nickelodeon right now. And I didn't know about this like my sophomore year, but I was friends with her since like third grade or something like that, you know? And so, so I was like, oh man, like I got really lucky with that. And so he was my connection to some people, not everyone that I've met, but it is really hard right now. And like, you don't, you know, like I said, though, you don't know who you know until you ask. Cause it's, it's as simple as putting a post out for your friends and family. Like, Hey guys, I'm thinking about getting to this. Does anyone know anyone that can help me out? You might know the freaking, you know, your someone's Theo might be a janitor at, at, at like the studio, but like, that's your connection into the place. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's so minimal, but it will help you out in more ways than you think. Honestly, it's so true because we met you through Greg mm -hmm. and like, I feel like I met people through Kim and Kim has met people through me. And like, we had somebody design our stickers and it was a friend. It was your friend. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we had, somebody else print them out for us. And even with journalism, we, I feel like at first I was very closed minded about having friends in college. Cause I was like, I'm just going to get in there and graduate and that's it. But then mm -hmm. I realized, no, I need to meet people. And now I'm friends with like everybody almost mm -hmm. in journalism, like that's majoring in journalism. And, and so it, that's really true because really at the end of the day, like I was kind of the same way when getting into college, I was like, Oh, I know more than these people. I've been doing this for longer type of thing, you know? And those are the people that you're going to grow with and they, that are going to support you and, and that you're going to learn from at that. You know, a lot of what I've learned in the last year and a half is, is from a friend that I met just, just watching him and, and having like a friendly competition type of thing going where it's like, Oh, you're doing this. Like, all right, I'm gonna try to do this better than you, you know? Um, and so those people around you, like you're, you're surrounding people, your circle with like, whether or not you want to talk to them, they can probably benefit you in many ways, even if it's like a like or a listen or you know a purchase type of thing it, they're there so don't ignore them because <laughs> yeah. trust me i was there too and i was like i'm not gonna talk to anyone <laughs> like <laughs> too cool for school yeah i'm like i'm too cool yeah, i've been here done that i'm old i'm leaving <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah so and it's, it's kind of like so sorry mm, uh, no go ahead i you know, we're talking about establishing your brand. By the way, I said sorry because we're still recording through Zoom, so we're like trying not to talk over each other. Yeah, exactly. Let's stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, what would it be like if you could, at the top of your head, five main things that people need to do either to establish a brand or to start a brand that you can think? Mm. I think the biggest one is. <laughs> There's little flies <laughs> <over. laughs> Like <laughs> working sorry, sorry. from home is hard. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not easy. Um, that's a big thing too. Actually, is having a space. That's that's number one. Is having a space that you can have 
that is, it doesn't have to be like a completely separate space. You know, you don't have to buy an extra room on your apartment or whatever, but having somewhere you can go to, to work um, is really nice because you, it's very easy to, for example, my desk used to be right next to my bed. It's very easy to, to take a break and then lay in bed for 45 minutes and do absolutely nothing, you know? Um, so five things. So that's number one is having a space. Number two is Pinterest. Pinterest will save your life. Pinterest is my best friend when it comes to branding things because there's so many, like it just shoots you so much information that it's like, oh my gosh, this is so great because you have really have the power to meld and and take inspiration from all these different places. I'm not saying you know directly copy whatever you see on Pinterest, but it's a great place to organize your thoughts and, and organize you know what you want to get done and, and kind of build from there. So so Pinterest is is definitely a big help when it comes to building a brand because you can see other people's perspectives and things like that, you know? And and number three is, is being organized. Having like something as simple as like going to Target and buying a notebook specifically for your brand will help you in so many ways than you think. Because you can have a thousand ideas running around up here, but it's so easy to forget something, you know? Like we've, we've all driven to freaking work and somehow like, how the hell do we get here? Like, <laughs> you know, like you don't remember. So it's very easy to forget a lot of things. So, so having somewhere where you can write stuff down and really get your ideas out on paper is amazing because then like, it's, it's hard to explain, but I've, I've been building things before and it'll be all in my head. I'm trying to imagine it, but once I start writing it, it's easier to just get the, let the ideas flow and I can kind of visualize how I'm going to lay things, you know? So being organized, the biggest one, or not the biggest one, but number three, I guess number four would be like having a goal. Like what, it, what is it that you want to dial in on? You know, for example, like your guys' podcast is all about learning and, and uplifting and, and bettering yourself. Like that's a really great thing to go because you have your objective. Now you just got to work backwards on how you're going to get there. What type of guests am I going to have? How's my branding going to look? Is it going to be very dark or very light and kind of upbeat, you know? That's so. So being focused on what you want, having your goal ready, will let the other things fall into place as far as you know design and brand and all those types of things. So number four would be focus. And he's writing these down. So he's. I'm writing them down so I don't go back to them and like. (laughs) Trust me, I seriously have like 30 legal pads around my room. Like I'm always writing stuff down, and that kind of goes back to the being organized thing. Um. I guess number five would be setting time aside, which kind of goes hand in hand with the space. You have to allow yourself time to work on this. And even though it it might not be like, I'm going to give myself an hour every day at this specific time, make sure that you put that time in. Because what I was just talking about earlier is sharpening your tool. Like what you're doing is a tool and you need to keep it sharp. You need to stay on top of your game. You need to, you know, so, so putting that time in and, 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 and giving yourself that time to really dial in is perfect, you know, because, I've had this, this points of time in my life where I'll feel uninspired for a week and a half, two weeks, and I won't do anything. And it's like, ah, man, but inspiration won't find you unless you're looking for it. So you have to get out there and you have to, you know, even if it's like something as simple as writing down ideas for an interview, like it'll start to flow. And then you'll be like, oh, well, what's, you know, what's so hard about sending a DM to someone about getting to come on the show, you know, and then it, it, next thing you know, you're two hours into it and you've done all these great work in the last two hours, you know? So setting that time aside can be so big for you. We know exactly how that feels because we have had those weeks where we don't feel as motivated or we might not have ideas for a while. We were like, who should we bring on the show? And Mm -hmm. like, I feel like right now we've been doing really good about it. We Mm -hmm. take turns kind of like, oh, like we should have this person or you, you know? So I feel like, I think it's normal to have those weeks that are off, like where you're not doing so much. 
Yeah. But you have to eventually get back to it and, and start yeah. again. Or even, even just minimal things, you know, like just spending 20 minutes on something can, can make you feel better. Cause really it's like, it's, it, it it's kind of just tricking yourself into working, you know? Cause a lot of times it, you, you're like, Oh, this is so hard. I don't want to get out of bed. I just want to lay here and watch stupid TikToks all day. Like it's fun, you know? Um, but it's, it's more, yeah, exactly. I mean, I trust me. I've been there dude. last week. My, my screen time was like 11 hours one day. It was when I had COVID. I don't I was like, dude, like I got to get up and do something. Like I got to go walk around my backyard or something like that. Like I can't leave my house, but I have to do something, you know? Um, so yeah, those five things, having a space, Pinterest, being organized, being able to focus on what your goal is, setting time aside for your brand will be lifesavers. Can we make that into a flyer too? That was so good. <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote it down. See, it worked. <laughs> no, but I think, you know, like Daisy was saying and you were saying too, and having those off days, I think accepting it because... And also not being so critical of yourself. I think that's something I've struggled so, so much this quarantine and this whole pandemic is like, I've always been the type of person of being like perfectionist and overachiever. And I always mm-hmm. have the whole plate is full of like everything that you can think of. I'm busy from 8 a.m. till midnight every single day. And then now I'm burnt out We're at, to the point where I'm like, I just, like you said, I just want to lay here and do absolutely nothing. But yeah. I I do so much so it that kind of like I kind of find my motivation in that and I think also you know whatever your creative thing is whatever it is you want to start make sure that you absolutely love it and that you are open to learning and you're open to growing in that because if you're like nah I'm done after the first try then that's probably not gonna do as well if whether you choose something that you're more passionate about Mm mm-hmm Really true, yeah. Whew. So with that being said, wait, <laughs> was that weekly challenge the five goals that he told us? I think. Yeah, is that the weekly challenge? Yeah, that that could be a weekly For challenge. For all the 100%. creative directors out there listening, <laughs> don't know what that means. You're a creative director. If you are, go look it up. Where if you're just creative, if you have some type of a creative, <laughs> where can they look that up, Daisy? Um, what you're talking about? His name is what's his name? Uh, Trevor Wallace. Trevor Wallace, he's a comedian, but Trevor Wallace is really funny. He's a great he guy. He makes fun of a lot of like Gen Z and like, like. Yeah. I mean, I'm not Gen Z. I think Kim is. <laughs> no, you're, you're definitely not Daisy. Greg was like, Daisy doesn't know what a jewel is, and I was like, How do you not know what a jewel is? Oh, like, jewel is? <laughs> okay, oh. well, let's talk about this another. <laughs> yeah, this is. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know what bet meant for a while, so that tells that should tell you guys a lot. That should tell you everything. I you think. Be bit. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow, I did not know this. <laughs> All right. But okay. So that's our weekly or yeah, our weekly, weekly challenge. Because whoever's interested in starting your own brand, there you have it. Five tips on how to start. And I really, really, really love those because when he narrowed them down like that, I was like, oh, like it's so true. Like this is exactly what we should be doing. I as never well. thought of Pinterest either. I thought that's where I would go if I want to start like, planning my wedding. Or no, something. I have Pinterest. <laughs> no, I just don't yeah. go on it anymore. So that's what I was like. Uh, no, Pinterest is not for me. And then I get on, I'm like, oh, wow, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> it's, it's, there's just so much things, you know? Huh? Do you have like your own vision boards on there? Like, do you create? Them? Yeah, yeah. So, so I have like, for example, like I'll have boards with just fonts that I like. Um, I'll have boards with like, uh, I do a lot of work in Photoshop. So I have boards of, of just like little Photoshop, like clips of like ripped paper, like just random little things that I can use. 
Um, I'll have colorways, like color palettes that I really like. Um, and then I'll start to like build ideas. Like, like for example, I was talking about my EPs relating to the, the season. So I'm going to do a summer one and I'm going to do a winter one. So I have a summer one and it's, it's all the branding that I wanted to do. And it was all the colors and like all the looks and textures and things like that. And then I also had that for the winter one where it's all like the same. And it's great because if I put one picture of popcorn, Pinterest is going to recommend more pictures of popcorn, you know, but different ones. You know what I'm saying? It's all like, okay, you like this, you might like this, you might like this. And so it's really like, you can kind of combine all of your thoughts and kind of get an image to what you feel, to what you see in your mind, you know, because sometimes it's hard to get that out on paper. So can I just say one thing? I knew mm. what EP meant when you first said it. Oh, Did gosh, you? here she goes. <laughs> She's just mad. No. <laughs> I, I, I know what Jewel is. He's like, if you don't know what EP is, and I was like, I do because I wrote an article on, on I think it was SZA. SZA. Oh, yeah. She had an EP. Like, to, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, I wrote an article on it. So, yes, I know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I, a lot of people don't know what it means. <laughs> All right. So, um, what would be your prescription for the week? What is a piece of advice that either someone told you or you heard or you live by that you would like our listeners to kind of go with mm-hmm. in creating their, their brand? Never stop learning. You, you're never going to, you're never going to know everything about what you're doing things change. There's new ways of things happening, especially like in the last 10, 15 years, things have changed so much with everything. Everyone can do everything now, you know? So it doesn't take much for some kid to spend all of his time in his room making clothes. So what makes you think that you're going to be better than him if you only do it for an hour a day, you know, or you only study it for an hour a day type of thing. So, so always just researching, learning, putting your time in, never stop learning. Biggest thing. Be the be the uh, the smartest dumb guy in the room. That's the way to look at it. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today, Bailey. We honestly appreciate all the advice, and we will be tagging you, posting a teaser, posting the five tips, and posting a prescription. So, before we go, where can our listeners listen to your new music? They can listen to it on every platform ever, all the streaming platforms: Apple Music, Spotify, SoundCloud, all that type of stuff. So, check it out. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Klepto, for your time, for your words of wisdom. Literally, I'm going to go download Pinterest now. (laughs) (laughs) My vision boards go in, but thank you so much. We're super happy to have you. And please reach out to him if you're thinking of starting a podcast or if you're interested in making your own music. He's been a great help to us and editing some of our episodes when we're like, the audio's terrible. Help. (laughs) Because (laughs) Daisy and I are still learning as well. And to be able to learn from someone who's been doing it for so long is really awesome and he also made our intro and outro in case you guys were wondering so hit him up for any type of creative director stuff that is all (laughs) for today guys thank you for listening to the daily dose of life make sure to tune in every other week for a new episode also don't forget to follow us on instagram at underscore the daily dose of life underscore for updates giveaways q a's and opportunities to engage we hope you all have a wonderful week until next time this is kim and daisy signing off